It's time for The Drive's Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Wednesday, 5.01 here on Fan Run Radio. I'm Russell Smith alongside Bear and Houston Crest. We send things over now to the one and only Tucker Harlan with today's Top 5 at 5. Tucker. Thank you, Russell. At number one, the wait for Todd Helton ended last night as he was named a member of the National Baseball Hall of Fame's Class of 2024. A two-sport athlete and two-way baseball player in college, Helton still holds the Tennessee program record for RBI walks and saves. He played all 17 of his seasons in MLB with the Colorado Rockies. Helton is still leading the franchise in games played, runs scored, hits, doubles, home runs, RBI, total bases, and walks. Pretty good. It's like he's good at baseball or something. eh? Maybe. (laughs) Might be good at baseball. One of the all-time greats. We can call him that now. Absolutely. You could call him that before, but, uh, yeah, I mean, now he's Nobody can argue now. Did y'all get to see the video of when he found out? I will give the NFL yeah, this. I saw it. I like how the NFL does. They sneak up on guys. A guy, the he, big guy. See, I, I'm yeah. not going to lie. It got a bit dusty in my living room when I was watching the Randy Moss one. When that guy shows up at his house. and Oh, I haven't seen that one. Is it good? Oh, when Moss, you, uh, the expression on his face, when he, when it starts to sink in, he's yeah. like, oh, my God. It's happening. They got Jimmy Johnson a couple of years ago. Yeah, on live on TV, that. like he's doing his Fox pregame. They good. brought him out there. That was what's that guy's name? Intense. The big guy. He always wears he's, the nice light colored jacket. I don't big think he's. Um, I don't think he's with That's him it. anymore, unfortunately. But I do know who you're talking oh. about. But yeah, he'd, he'd show up. But yeah, it was a really cool video with it's just him with his family. Just really, it's Todd. Really look. Yes, thank you very much. Sounds great. And then late, he kind of throws the hand yeah. up, and everybody goes crazy. It was fun. Fountain City Zone. At number two, the Tennessee Titans finalized their football structure Wednesday. The team announced Grand Carthon has been promoted to executive vice president and general manager. Chad Brinker has been promoted to president of football operations, and Brian Callahan has been hired to be the organization's head coach. What's his name, Russ? <laughs> to be the, the new organization's guy? head coach. It sounds so, I don't know, it's a, a weird way to phrase it. If, if you're Callahan entering Chad in, Brinker. Brinker. Entering into a deal, I mean, I guess your first time head coach, you're willing to sign off on it, but you ain't got a whole lot of control. No. Over, you got no, I mean, brands, player personnel. I will say, though, with less control, I think at, if you're the head coach, comes There's a little more, little more job security. You can just blame Carthon. You can blame this, what? Do you guys feel a little uneasy? Yes. Yes, I do. A little uneasy. I like that they zeroed in. They called him back. They went and get him. Like, I like that. But then it's like, by the way, you have no power. You're going to call plays. Yeah. And develop a quarterback. Rand's going to go grocery shopping for you, and you're going to cook a meal with whatever he brings back. Right. Yeah. He had. He, they had to have given him a sh- they, They've got to hit. They need to hit this year on the draft the way Detroit did last year. Yeah, yeah. If they if they could pull that off, you know how mad people were about the Levis pick. Can you imagine if they don't go offensive tackle at seven? It's a damn meltdown there. Uh, <laughs> unless it's just something that you know. I mean, we'll probably melt down, but we may not know for years. Everyone thought the Bengals should take 
an offensive lineman, and they went and got Jamar Chase. Yeah. That did work out nicely. Yeah, it worked out very, very Was, was very their well. offensive line as bad as ours has been? I would it might have been, bro. Their offensive it was bad. line is pretty close to being it's as bad as great. ours. No. Burrow but, didn't finish the year. But but yeah. that year they were bad, bad. That's two seasons now he hasn't finished. How yeah. many franchise quarterbacks has that organization lost due to bad line? I mean, they killed Carson Palmer. The year they went to the Super Bowl – and they beat the Titans in Nashville. The Titans had nine sacks in yeah, that game yeah. and still managed to lose. At number three, two VFLs have earned a spot on the 2023 Pro Football Riders of America's NFL All-Rookie Team as the Chicago Bears' Darnell Wright and Los Angeles Rams' Byron Young were named to the teams Tuesday. Tennessee was one of seven schools nationally and two in the SEC to place multiple players on the all-rookie team, joining Alabama, Ohio State, USC, Iowa, TCU, and Penn State. That's the list you want. Iowa? Really? Your school associated with. Probably linebackers, offensive linemen, if I had to guess. Maybe Dude, a tight I wonder how many, I think oh, yeah, probably Sam surprised Laporta, probably. most people. Yeah. How many Iowa guys are actually in the NFL? At yeah. All those tight ends. Tight ends, Tight ends and O-linemen, man. Kittle. Linebackers. He's a Hawkeye. They've got, they've got like seven or eight tight ends. Oh, yeah. In the NFL. Really? Kittle, Hawkinson, Fantz, Laporta. Laporta, no. Oh. That's where Noah Firemuth. Was, I no, think. he's Penn State. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I thought Firemuth was Iowa. So that's at least five or six. Twelve Iowa tight ends have been drafted in the Kirk Ferentz era. Now, he has been there for a long time. That's a good yeah. point. Is that tight end you? Austin Wheatley, Dallas Clark, Eric yeah, that's Jensen, a good one. Tony Jackson, Scott Chandler, Brandon Myers, Tony Moiaki, uh, C.J. Fedorowicz, Kittle, T.J. Hawkinson, big one. Noah Fant, Sam Laporta. That's it. Noah Fant, relative of Princeton Fant. Bow your head. At number four, the Miami Dolphins and defensive coordinator Vic Fangio have parted ways. Fangio joined the Dolphins as the NFL's highest-paid defensive coordinator last year. Many now believe he will be the top target for the Eagles' defensive coordinator job with that vacancy coming open just days ago. I mean, he couldn't help that he had like three key injuries, right? Yeah, Ramsey didn't get back till the middle of the season for them. And then Chubb. They lost their two best. Yeah, Chubb got hurt there in. The dude what? who blew out his yeah, knee Achilles. late in the season. Somebody tore their knee and somebody blew an Achilles. Yeah, the Chubb one was just, that was bad luck. That wasn't like a training thing. Was that against the Steelers? No. Uh, no, it was the last game of the regular season, I thought. Chubb? It was, no, it was, it was early. Toward the end, I feel like. Chubb? You're talk- we're talking about two different Chubbs here. Bradley Chubb and Nick gotcha. Chubb. My bad. My Getting bad. your Chubbs mixed up. Yeah, yeah no. Bradley- it happens. Where did Bradley Chubb play? NC State. They are oh, yeah, related, Chubb by was, the way. Chubb was late. They are related. Really? Yeah, they're all from the same town in Georgia. Chubbs all come from the same place. Apparently. Two Bs. Chubb Springs. Yes. They just float up. The people who are uh, watching on the video stream got to get that. Well, if the Titans brought in Fangio, McCallion's an offensive guy. Are they going to bring in his dad, you think? Everything suggests that they will bring him in. You get into a weird thing, though. He's under contract with the Browns, and you can't leave – for a lateral move in the NFL, like they will not let you leave unless the Browns sign off on it. Which why would they? Why would you sign off on? Give up. Bill Wait, really? Cowboy? Is that a thing? Yeah. 
and it, it like you can't leave unless it's for a promotion like a play like you have to be the play call and it might not even be a coordinator thing it's like you can leave to become a head coach but you can't if you're under quarter if you have a two-year contract to coach running backs for the commanders you can't just go and take the rams running backs job what if could they finagle it with a title like associate i mean you mm. can trade or and stuff but you gotta yeah well, no, you can't do that. You you can't just do a, a title. Well, I mean, then you get into what's Bill Callahan worth if you got to trade something for him. Have that you might. seen our all offensive line? <laughs> I mean, there's other good ones out there, but Munchak. It look if it came down to it, and it's, it was it was a trouble with Callahan, but you could get Munchak. I'd be fine with that. It'd be so weird though, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Munchak. It'd be any weirder than Bobby Petrino going back to Arkansas as OC. That's pretty weird. Very similar. When's that coup happening? Tick-tock. Uh, uh, Go ahead, Tucker. Uh, Pittman's on the hot seat, so we'll <laughs> give, <laughs> give it less than a year. Yeah, he'll fumble. And finally, at number five, a Brazilian university professor who's allergic to, quote, nearly everything spent an entire transatlantic flight sequestered in the lavatory after experiencing a serious reaction to the in-flight fish meal that was served there. Ended badly on the movie Airplane, as I recall. So this guy, he's allergic to everything, but he's gonna he's gonna yeah, hide gonna out. roll the dice yeah. with a airline fish meal. I don't I don't <laughs> right. know. Maybe so he didn't gonna, need it. Gonna, Maybe he didn't need it. You're gonna sequester yourself in a in an airline you, bathroom. You guys want to hear the list? Because there's it lists several things on here, but of course there's much more that he's, that he's allergic, allergic to. to. Yes, let's hear it. All right, peanuts, seafood, dairy, latex, pollen, chemicals down, with strong slow smells. Down. Slow down. We, we got stuff to do. Uh, oh. Yeah, strong smells, animal hair, and preservatives, and much more. I'm sorry, did you say strong smells? Chemicals with strong smells. Oh, chemicals. Okay. He's allergic to I was them. Say, or he wouldn't yes. do well Reactive. here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Hey, strong smell. How close are you? Good. Anything could be a strong smell. So this guy made the flight attendants aware of the situation, who then told the rest of the passengers, but they served the fish meal anyway. If you're allergic to strong smells. The one place you want to be is in an airline bathroom. Yep. <laughs> well, actually... The mecca of cleanliness and <laughs> fresh air. He said on here he ran to the bathroom because it was the only place with a filter that constantly changes air. Have you guys been keeping up with what's going on with these airplanes, the airlines? No. Here lately? I just flew, so you can lay it on me, brother. Supposedly that Lots what you of said is false. Really? Yeah. Well, that that's what... He, He's claiming. There, I didn't say There it. was a flight yesterday that was canceled because a passenger looked out the window and noticed Saw the that bolts a, there were, were bolts yes, missing on the wind. I did, see, wind. That. I did see, that. see that. Yeah, it makes me want to if you I'm going to door see. fly off there. Somebody listed it online, but it's been like. Yeah. Oh, and those bolts were just loose. The door that flew off, that's, that's what caused it. Loose the Alaskan bolts. Airlines flight. Yeah, Boeing didn't tighten down. Like That's what I, I thought I read. It's been an awful year for Boeing. Yeah, the, some dude the, on that flight had to grab a kid. I saw it, yeah. To keep him from getting and sucked And basically out. hold on for his dear life. That'd I did see the, the missing That'd be the bolts. kind of thing he'd end up doing, though. Like some real true blue hero I'd type grab a crap. kid. Oh, man, you'd be a hero forever. He'd, he'd roll. You imagine how he'd strut in here after saving a, a small child from being sucked out of a commercial Like airport. Conor McGregor. Most people don't know this. Free tip for you. Kids make great flotation devices. If you crash in the ocean, you know. Grab a kid, strap him underneath you, cling to him. <clears throat> Do you have 
frequent access to these kids when you're in the ocean trying to survive so you're scouting out the plane for any yeah, chance yeah, like that, that chubby one over there in 4d that was yeah, mine if we go down i'm grabbing onto him just kind of cling cling to him and float around the north atlantic for a few days wait to be rescued made it kind of weird using olaf as a raft the thank rare, you the rare Tucker. makes it weird moment that is the top five at five Brought to you this afternoon by Knoxville Smiles. It's where I go for all my dental work. Great folks over at Knoxville Smiles. If you need to go to the dentist, it's been a while since you've had your teeth cleaned, give them a call. 865-539-1776. Set up your appointment today. They're online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com. 865-546-8200. Coming up, we visit with... Our pal Justin Ganey, associate head basketball coach at the University of Tennessee and Rick Barnes' right-hand man, volunteers enjoying a week off today. Everybody's got their uh, feet up, relaxing. You can ask him about so we can finally get the real, an- the right answer, like confirm how we ended up with just a week off. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that he has any answers that we don't, but uh, yeah, we'll I, I want to know, like, does he like it, right? Because we're, we're on a heater. I think he's going well, we to. Do you want to keep playing or do you want ooh. to risk breaking it up? I'll be interested to hear what he says. Because you could make the argument that it's kind of good. You know, you know, we're almost halfway through the season. Get a week and. It kind of stunned us already yeah. once, though. I would have liked it like a week or two before the end of the regular yeah. season. I'll tell you what, guys. Vanderbilt also has this week off. Oh. So it may not really matter. Oh, okay. Battle of wits between Rick Barnes and Jerry Stackhouse. I think if we if they were a week off, we should have played that game down there tonight and then done what we were talking about, just schedule somebody ludicrous just right in the middle of the SEC conference. Like bring somebody like Houston. Let's take a quick timeout. We'll be right back. Justin Ganey, our guest, when we continue next here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Are you in need of... Back here on The Drive, it's Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear, Tucker, Houston with us this afternoon, with you this afternoon. And, uh, wow, let's bring in Coach Ganey, the Vols, on a roll. Back in the top five, enjoying a week off, getting ready for Vanderbilt this Saturday in Nashville. Coach, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing well. Good afternoon. Hope everything's going good your way. Yeah, man, uh, so far so good. Just trying to thaw out from all this snow here, man. <laughs> it's been a wild week yeah, here. you and me both. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, it's it's got to be uh, – does does that put a damper in your guys' plans, the basketball? I know the university did a good job of getting the game set up and everything, but you got guys living off campus that got to get to the gym, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. And, um, you know, it's always uh, – you know, it's a challenge with, with – um, you know, when it's the snow down and, um, you know, it's a little slow getting out of the way. So, um, but luckily we didn't have any issues. Guys were able to get back and forth to practice and, uh, where they needed to be. So, um, l- luckily it was good. And, well, and the university did a great job around campus getting everything kind of cleared out of there. Well, maybe the way you guys are playing, maybe we need some more snow and ice around here. I mean, it's, <laughs> it seems to be working out well. Yeah, no, I, 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 I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't complain. You know, I wouldn't complain. <laughs> was the win over Alabama Saturday 
do you feel like that was the most complete game your guys have played this season? Um, the, the most complete, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I thought we, we, um, we, we did a lot of good things on both sides of the, of the ball and, uh, you know, with, with the, the, uh, the opponent of Alabama being so potent offensively, thought we did a good job on the defensive end. Um, and, and, you know, so was really pleased with the performance, uh, on both sides and, and, you know, happy for the guys that, you know, they were, they were able to come out and, and, um, you know, put together two halves, um, um, the way we did. <clears throat> Must have been pretty cool to see, uh, your son, Jordan, you know, he, I don't know if slump is the right word, but uh, maybe some struggles there, Coach. And, um, boy, he kicked it up a notch. Uh, how hard is it? Uh, you know, I remember talking to you about this after his game up there at Michigan State about, you know, uh, as a dad versus being a coach. And how hard is it for you not to come out of your seat on the bench when he's out there making plays like he was on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough. And, um, but you know, I'm 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 happy for him because of you know um, he continued to work. Uh, he he always is working on his craft, and you know I, I was really excited about the five rebounds, you know, and and the three steals, and and all the other th- ways that you know he continues to impact the game um, w- w- without shooting, without scoring, and you know because I, I've been around the game long enough, and that. Um, you know, if you if you only hang your hat on one thing, um, and and when that one thing isn't um, you know isn't clicking the way you want it, um, you know it it, it it can be tough to kind of shake sometime. And so I'm just I was excited for him, and, he, and even through um, you know the last you know few games, like he, he's continued to. I, I thought he played well. You know, he, he did other yeah. things. He guarded. He uh, he rebounded. He made plays for others. You know, he continued to do all that stuff and and um you know and, and you know he just kept working so it was, it was just a you know a matter of time i i told i told the guys here at the station coach my favorite play that jordan made in that game was the it should have been an assist the thread the needle it was a tough play for for connect he, he drew the foul got the line but i felt like he he deserved at least half an assist for the effort there <laughs> yeah that, that was a great pass it, it was it, you know it was, it was a great uh vision and and uh, great feel for it, and and um, so you know, and and yeah, I, I just think with him, he's he's more than just a shooter. You know, he's more than just a guy that can shoot. He can do a little bit of everything, and so uh, I think you know we're kind of able to see that with in, in that play. Well, speaking of guys who can do it all, man, uh, Dalton Connect is just in a groove right now. What has been the key for him? You think, coach, in this amazing two-week stretch he's been on? Um, you know what? The, the thing about Dalton is that he loves the game. Like, he is obsessed with it. And he's always working um, to, to get better, always working to improve on all facets, whether it's something he does well and, and things he doesn't do well. And so, um, you know, just to watch how he prepares uh, every day, um, you know, it doesn't come as a as a surprise. And, and so – it's been a heck of a stretch he's on, but um, I'm not surprised. And I think if you asked him, he would say, man, I could be better at this. I could be better at that. And that's what he's continuing to work on. And so I, I think although we've, we, he's, been, he's been playing at a high level, I still think there's another level that he can get to and that he will get to. And I, I bet you if you asked him, he would say the same thing. And, and you know, it's been, it's been cool to watch just because – 
um, you know, I, I, everybody, his teammates recognize it, and um, you know, everybody and in, in, you know recognizes you know how how special he is, and and you know, and and the more we're together, kind of knowing where each other likes the ball, where they want it, where their where their sweet spots are, and um, you know, it's it's just fun to see it all come together. Well, he's a guy too. When you know he he burst on the scene here and had a couple of big games, and then he hit kind of a roadblock or two, right there. He had a couple of games where the scoring output wasn't as high as it had been, and you know he's at the point now, coach, where he's not sneaking up on anybody, right? His teams watched right. these past couple of games; they they know uh, number three is a problem. And uh, are you guys doing different things to get uh, him space more, or is it just kind of him figuring it out that okay, this is maybe a different level than he's played at in the past, and there's some different things he has to do to still be productive? Well, you know what the, the thing about great scores is you know you you really don't have to draw plays up for them you don't have to you know tweak a lot of what you're doing and there'll be some weight sometimes where we you know try to get them the ball in different areas or different spaces but you know Dalton you know his knack of scoring uh, in different ways of doing it like you don't really have to draw plays up he'll get you in transition he'll get a back cut he'll get an offensive rebound you know, things within the game that, you know, may seem subtle and people may, oh, may just kind of stumbled upon it, like, but he, he, he didn't, you know, and, and that that's the true tale of an elite score is you don't have to draw a play up for him and, and, and they're going to, you know, be able to find ways to, to do it. And that's, and that's Dalton, you know, and, you know, credit his teammates too. I think they do a great job of, of finding them, looking for them, getting them open, screening, and he does a great job of using those screens and capitalizing on those uh, on those opportunities. But you know, to answer your question, um, you know, I, we we'll continue to find different ways to as as teams switch up how they guard them to to implement you know to to get him you know different touches in different areas. But um, his, his greatness is his ability to, to to score without having anything drawn up for him. Talking with Justin Ganey, associate head basketball coach at the University of Tennessee this afternoon on the program. And coach, you it's it's so hard to win on the road in this league. You guys have, have seen that firsthand. Uh Knoxville's a hard place to play. Uh you've got the week off, and then you go to to Vanderbilt, where we all remember what happened up there last year. Do you like having the week off, or would you prefer to keep playing? Um, you know what? Uh, you know we we can't control it. You know we can't control it, so we just got to make the best of it. I think the break came at a good time for us. I know we were playing well, but you know it, it was able for us to get uh, get some rest and 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 get get back in the on the court and really work on some things and add some new things and and um, you know and and address a couple things. So it, it, I think the break came great um, and and. Also, you know, going up to Nashville to play Vanderbilt, who is, um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's a grind every time you go on the road. I mean, every there, there's no gimme games on the road in this league. Everyone's going to be a, a, a fight, and uh, we expect nothing less than that on Saturday. And and you know, we just we'll be able to, to to draw back on what happened last year up there. And you know, I mean, it, it was they, they played great. Um, and and you know they they, they clipped us and so um, we we got to be prepared we we got to uh, we got to bring our A game up there and be ready to go and 
and um, you know they're well coached. Coach Stackhouse does a great job, and they have a lot of really good players. And you know some of the guys that are well, from, they're from last year, so it, it'll be a good game, and, and it's a, it's a rivalry, in-state rivalry game, and so it's it's going to be um, it's, it's going to be a tough one, and, and we're preparing our guys for it. A couple of guys we we talked about today, Dalton, your son, not a part of that rivalry last year. Don't remember that game, but there's plenty of guys, Josiah, Santi, Jonas, I mean, basically the rest of the roster that, that was there last year. Uh, you mentioned it's an in-state rivalry. Um, it, does the word revenge factor in at all in the preparations for this game, Coach? Not really. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that, you know, it's just, you know, because we, we hold ourselves to a, a, a standard um, that whether we're at home or we're on the road, we expect that we, we expect to play it. And I think if we kind of look back at last year, in all honesty, like, you know, we, we didn't bring that standard the entire time. I thought there were spurts where we did. And then there was first where we kind of let up. And, and so it's not it's not necessarily about, you know, avenging or revenging um, the loss from last year. But for us, just uh, growing as a team and and being consistent and, and having that consistent effort on the road as we as we do at home and you know at home it's you know again I, I feel like we got the best home court in the, in the country I mean our fans are are as good as they get I mean the atmosphere in, in Thompson Bowl and Food City Arena is unbelievable and um, you know and so now when we step away from that um, you know and, and we got to rely on everybody that's on that bus. We gotta be able to to to, to bring that consistency uh, for forty minutes. All right, all right, coach. I, I understand you don't want to play into that narrative, but we talk to a lot of fans here. It is about the revenge for some of these fans, coach. <laughs> and they're, they're, a lot of them are going to be in Memorial Gymnasium, so we'll we'll keep that amongst the fans. You guys stick to the business. Uh, what what are yeah. your thoughts on Memorial Gym now that you've had a chance to go there as a coach a couple of times? A little bit different setup being on the baseline. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, especially for, uh, you know, for, from a coaching standpoint because, you know, coach is all the way on the side. And, you know, if you want to get a message to him or you want to, you know, talk to him about something, you know, he's far away, you know, and you got to get up and walk all the way down and, you know, it's just kind of it's, it's it's unique. It's awkward a little bit, uh, but the, the I mean, it, it is a um, it's it's a very nice venue, uh, unique, and and you know, it's it's and you know, it's it's fun to play in it. You know, it's it's fun to play in it, and always love to look up there and see all that orange. You know, we always have a lot of orange in there, so I'm excited about that and and seeing that, and hopefully we can take over the whole lower bowl um, on, on Saturday. One of my uh, favorite quotes about Memorial Gym was uh, Rick Pitino years ago said, the most helpless feeling in coaching is watching your team run away from you at Memorial Gym. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 they're off and there's nothing you can do about it. Coach, what yeah. about uh, Adu? Uh, speaking of guys who's been on a tear, it feels like he's taken his play to another level here lately. Yeah, Jonas is, you know um, – yeah, he, he's he's playing at a at a high level right now, and you know, for us, he is you know he's like the ultimate fix it guy um, because he he allows our guards to really be aggressive uh, on the ball because they know they have that uh, last line mm. of defense in Jonas that's going to give that rim protection. It's going to make it really tough for guys at the basket. So on the defensive end. I mean, he, he is – I mean, he, he's playing at a high, high level. And then offensively, 
I feel like man, his confidence is 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 at an all time high, and um, you know he's he's feeling good about his spots and 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 where he's catching. I think he's doing a good job of playing more physical here lately, um, and you know he's just um, you know he, he's I'm, I'm excited for him. You know and he's put in a lot of hard work and um, through the years, and it's, it's great to see it pay off and and be rewarded. Well, we're looking forward to uh, the game on Saturday. Coach, uh, last thing for you here, we'll let you run. We've asked you this a couple of times, and I'm interested to see how the answer evolves. If you had the magical coaching ability to snap your finger and fix or improve any one area of your team this week, what do you think it would be? Hmm. You said you said defense um, last time. I remember you said uh, just defense, yeah. the way you communicate defensively specifically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, continuing with with that. Um, you know, just just the the communication on that side of the ball, uh, being connected, and 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 that's in totality. Like I think we'll have possessions where we are. Uh, you know, we're talking to the level we need to. Uh, but then there's, there's sometimes within possessions where there's certain actions or, or random actions that happen where I feel like the talk isn't where it needs to be. And so continuing to, like, harp on on, on, on that part of things, just, just talking, communicating. Because on the road, it's going to be loud. It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's going to be, especially on Saturday, you're going to be away from the coaches and the bench and all of that. And so – like that communication um, has to be elite for everybody that steps on the court, um, and and you know get getting calls in and understanding defensive assignments and and all the way around. So um, for this week, uh, considering the the uh, the game that we have that we have and you know how how unique the the bench configuration is, communication is huge. All right, very good. Well, Coach, uh, good luck to you and the boys coming up on Saturday in Nashville. We'll be watching. Always appreciate your time. Sounds good. Thank you guys so much for having me. Go Vols. That's Justin Ganey, Associate Head Basketball Coach at the University of Tennessee. All about the defense. Yeah. Those guys. I thought you kind of stumped him there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're like you won three or four in a row, and you just beat Alabama by twenty, like what do you improve on? I and mean, the defense was so good in that game. Defense is good. Offense is good. I mean, I'm I'm sure that like their coaches, they see all the flaws, and but I mean, it's hard when they're playing well. Like I said the other day, like my my only concern is that are we peaking too soon? I don't know, man. It's just January. But I mean, that's another thing that he said when talking about connect is like. He says there's another level for Connect to get to, which so he hasn't peaked. That's yeah, good. That's what I'm saying. No, okay, I think what he's 30, doing now, averaging 35 is pretty good, Dalton. But that's fine. Could you get to 40? <laughs> what was really interesting was he said that a lot of it is just in the course. You know, he's not really. I, I didn't take it as like freelancing, but I mean, once he gets the ball in his hands, he's he's looking to score every time he's got the ball. I love that answer. By the way, good players just score. Well, it, it feels like for a long time here when we've had good players, they kind of had to be good within the framework of the offense. Mm. There was not a lot of room for – I know he said, like, 
we're not ad-libbing, but in a way, at some points, and it's basketball. Like sometimes you just got to go. Yeah. yeah, we've all noticed it this year, though. It's a loose. I feel like there, this is the loosest we Barnes has let an offense play. Yes, since he's and it's, and especially with Connect, which I, I think we were all a little bit worried. Like, okay, do, do he's they going to coach it out of them? Yeah, well, not that. Yeah. But do, do no, they well, do they rain? Hit, no, people said that, and I, I wasn't on that that train. But I was like, okay, do they rain it in a little bit? But no. I mean, watch it a lot of times late in the shot clock or in crunch time or when he's kind of feeling it. Dude, it's a high ball hey, screen and go. I'm, I'm telling you, if they can ever the, – uh, the next level for me for this team would be if if we can get all five, the main five going. Yeah. I'm talking about Vescovy and, yeah. and, and Triple Joe. J. Yeah. <clears throat> there's, there's no real question to ask him on that, but, but I think that's where we're all kind of sitting is – Adu has been phenomenal. Connect off the charts. Can we get Josiah and Santi going also? Now, obviously, do we need them going? Right, but and right. they're and they're not all going to score a twenty a night. Bit, yeah, no, need them a little bit more than we've been getting. Yet, right, Houston. I mean, I'm looking at the Alabama game. Josiah plays twenty one minutes, one point. Well, he scored ninety one though. No, I I don't disagree. Many, you take three shots. Took three shots. Which like, is actually that's, no, it's, that's, that's really yeah. good. But I mean, if, if, he, hit, if he hits those I, three, I, I wish it were balanced, and and we had you know right. uh, eight guys score twelve points. But sure. as as long as the output is there, like to me, the fact that Josiah is evidently fine with just playing that, only mm-hmm. taking three shots and setting the hard screens, making the right passes. Uh, playing defense at a high level, rebounding, and all the other things he does to help us win. Yeah, all the leadership like, stuff. That's, that's huge. The they got like he looks fine with it. To me, the I, I Santi still some at times looks like ah, I wish I were a little bit more involved. It's it's weird in basketball how you can pick yeah. up on those vibes. From yeah, players. yeah. But I mean, it's it's on Santi. He's had you know. It, no, he's, he didn't. He, he's he had didn't great re- looks, and he's missed them. He's, he's either missed them or he's gotten into this really bad habit of passing them up. He did flash the other day when he when instead of passing it he did the sidestep deal yeah, and drained that the was, three. Yeah, that was good to see. And and granted, Sonny had ten points, he had five assists. Yeah. You know, <sighs> well, so yeah. it's not like he's out there just like I got my ten. I'm going we, to the bench now. We put up over ninety points against Ban. Like it's hard for me to be critical. Sure. At all. No, and it's not just that game. I, I hear what you're saying, though. Like, it's like, man, can you imagine if Josiah and Santi are yeah. both knocking down? Like, if they well, were each dumping in eight. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, it, yeah. again, against Bama, it didn't really matter because the defense was but so good. But they're also two of the they're two of the toughest guys on the team. Hundred percent. Well, and, and we know that maybe not so much this Saturday, although it feels like we overlook this game every year and we find ourselves in a tussle at Van Dien. It's like, oh, what, you're, we see you're this not coming. wrong. You're not. <laughs> wrong. I don't. I don't but think we're overlooking it this year. We hope not. We we're going to Rupp here in a couple weeks. Yep. And that is like. Dalton's probably not going to go for 35 up there. If you hear Kentucky fans talk, he might go for 80. Well, <laughs> oh, they're all out. Rupp's Raptors. Their defense is so bad. It has never been easy there. Sure, sure, sure. We have won three or four times there in the last 30 years, and it has always been a knockdown, drag out, get out of there by the hair your chinny chin chin win. Mm-hmm. And we've also had some. Uh, which team was it? One of our one of our good teams got absolutely. Yeah. Booty Would have been blasted. the last Grant and Admiral team up there. Yeah, yeah, we, that we, one we, we've gotten smashed several times well, up there. Two years with, ago, really we gave up teams. what one seventeen? Yeah. Oh yeah, smash! That was bad. That was the Kennedy team. Yeah, hey, we got to take a quick timeout. Stay with us. It's the drive. 
Back to wrap things up on Fan Run Radio right after this. The Drive. Are you ready? Fan Run Radio, the draft continues. Justin Ganey, Bear, what did you learn? Uh, that he's still on the defensive kick, for one. Um, you can kind of tell when you were talking to him about Jonas A. It's obvious when you're looking at Jonas Adu this year that he has put in a massive amount of work between what? last year and this year. Yeah, the one thing they said on the broadcast uh, Saturday was that he had done a lot of lower body work. And he's got a lot stronger there. Yeah, his, sometimes you his can't legs tell. aren't spindly anymore. I mean, to me, he looks the same. But that is weird about some of those guys when they're like real tall and skinny like that. It's a guy like that's just never going to be, yeah. you know, super thick. But he still changed his body. But if you if you're doing all those squats, Changed like it's going to have an effect. You're going to yeah. get that strength, even if you can't see it to the naked eye. I yeah, still he, think he's a finessey big man. He is, but I think what's made the difference this year is, and, and check him out on Saturday. Check out, check out the guy's legs. No, he's oh, he's not getting. <laughs> check his legs out. Uh, okay. He's not getting moved off the spot like hey, he was last year. Ask Kyle Filipowski if he's a. Uh, what he's did got, you say? Finesse big man. Yeah. After he bladed him. I don't think there's anything finesse about our basketball team. I know, like you always like offensive game is always finesse, but. No, I, I, I don't, I don't think they're dirty, though. He's not like a Shaq big man. He's well, no, he's got he's a little jump big. hook. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like he's, I think he, he's very physical, though. No, he's physical, but like some of his shots, he's he's not as uh, forward. He he's very much like a, well, he's got a he, sky hook, he's got yes, touch around. He can, yeah. yeah. He's not like a, I have to finish two inches from the rim or yeah. there's no chance I make it. Like I don't say it in a bad way because uh, he can make shots that other guys can't. Is, is one of my pet peeves in basketball is the guy who. Had like just lay the ball in, but no, he's got to go for the dunk, and he misses it. Gets like just, just take the two points. Yeah, dude, just bounce it off the square. Connect has done that a couple of times. He has, year. he has. Yeah, is Connect not a finesse guy to you? No, uh, Connect's just uh, he, he's, he's, just a, he's everything. He's, he's, he's a total man. package, man. He he has yeah. the touch, but he also has the thunder, which I did not expect. No. I mean, I'll never forget that first behind the back tomahawk against Michigan State. I think we all like, collectively oh, of ten, as Tennessee okay, fans were he like, can do that." That one, that like one, honestly, the most impressive one was oh God. Who was it? It was uh, within the past couple of weeks, but he it was on either a bad pass or a, a rebound, an offensive rebound, and he just he came out of nowhere down on the side and just slammed it through. And that was when I was like, "Wow, he just overpowered." Went up above four guys. No, he's he's got it all, man. His bag is full. Yeah, he shoot the three, shoot the mid range. He can dunk it. I mean, he damn near took off from the foul line last week on that tomahawk. Great left hand, great right hand. He's definitely improved his ball handling as the years gone on. Because yep, you see it because Barnes will. Which game was it where he just took over and Barnes had him bringing the ball up? He did North Carolina. Lady- Maybe? Well, he did it no. late against Mississippi State too. It wasn't enough, obviously. But who connect? Yeah, yeah. we've been doing that a lot. Yeah, in, in all these games, he gets to gut check time. So let's go to the phones. Polish Joe is next. What's up, Pojo? Happy Happy Wednesday, guys. Indeed, it is. 
Man, it's good to be out of the house, isn't it? Indeed it is. I'm back in shorts. Thank God. <laughs> I, I was laughing, but then it's 50 degrees outside. It's, it's not, it's not cr- bad. That's not crazy. Feels good. Yeah. So, um, Rusty, I don't know Joey. if it's just a week. I don't know if it's just a weekly bid or not. But you know that I heard, I heard you know the last bit about the about what Bear hates. <laughs> it's the awesome it's list. Just, or the list yeah. of awesome things Bear hates. I have two editions, if, if it's okay. No, it's not. Well, no, yes no. it is. Well, let the man we speak. must hear it out. The, yeah, and and before, uh, before I get into this, I still have a couple sports uh, takes also after this, so please don't flush me. But um, the first take is... <laughs> Firearms restrictions in the studio. <laughs> that's not really a thing that goes on this kind of a list. Uh, well, you hate them. It's not awesome. No, I don't hate them. It's... I think that there's sound, reasonable rules. I think okay. every place should have a policy on this stuff. Okay. It's not universally awesome because it's, it's kind of just... taken for granted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can't really call that awesome. All right. What's the other one? The next one would be... Uh, you know, uh, the national anthem. <laughs> Love the national anthem. <laughs> Are you talking about the Star Spangled Banner or Proud to be an American? Proud to be an American. That's not our national anthem. It's on the list. It it's, it's already on the list. Oh, and it's John. it's already on the list. Even though I, right. I still don't think it's awesome. The jokes are over. The jokes are over, guys. I promise. Hey, I'll tell you what. Um, Heupel's had a great two weeks, hasn't he? He has. Everything's coming up orange, Pojo. He really has, man. He really has. Everything has been going good. And you know the thing that is goofy here to me is every every recruit, big recruit that signs with us, immediately he goes down to a four-star. I did see that with Mike Matthews. And there's what? no way. And yeah. McIntyre. Matthews and McIntyre both dropped. Lost a star. And I, Matthews, there's no reason yeah, for it. Yeah, I, I don't care except for the fact that – It always happens. Well, no, I, I, I don't care that it happens. I, I don't care what other people think about our program. I care from the standpoint of great recruits want to play with other great recruits. So, like, I do think it helps from recruiting uh, a recruiting standpoint of you can go on the and, and say, listen, we've got ten five stars on the roster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is a place where these types of players go, and like well, that stuff does matter. Yeah, and, and what they did in the, in the same breath, they turned right around and gave two Alabama commitments their fifth star. So now they have three <laughs> five stars, uh. and it it's it's just dirty. And they their excuse was. Their senior seasons uh, earned them the fifth star. I'm like, dude, Mike Matthews just balled out, was the yeah. MVP of the Polynesian All-Star Everywhere he's gone. Invitational, it, mm-hmm. playing against all five-star and four-star players. Here's the thing. It it doesn't matter right now because we got a squad. And if it, it, this is on Heupel. He's got to go out and figure out a way to win 10 games this year and get in that playoff. Because if you do that, like it, it doesn't matter what they say. You're going to be in that conversation. People are going to want to play for you and all that stuff. Now, if you if you 
lose a game or two, you shouldn't. You miss out on the playoff. You go eight and four again, and it's like, uh, Tennessee football peak in 2022 under Josh Heupel, and then all of a sudden it becomes a little bit. But I, I don't what? really care about it uh, other than the standpoint of how does it help our future recruiting efforts? Right. Yeah. I think I think the key that honestly the key for us making it to the dang playoffs is consistently beating Amish Billy, Eli Drinkowitz, and um, Beamer. If we do that, got to we're going to be in the dang playoffs. We're not playing and Drinkwitz and Beamer next year. Nope. Yep. We're not. Well, we can't lose to them no more. So, uh, I'll tell you that. Just, but, it just emphasizes the gravity of the florida game it is an yes. unlosable game non-negotiable must win i hate now, to my, say that hypo but it's a no, must win true. game it's you true. have to i think i honestly think that the only reason they're going down from five star to four stars is because they they might be confused and thinking it's going to the basketball program where bruins turns five stars into two stars all the time i was wondering where it would be Number five in the country. Number five in the country. Like the best player in college basketball right yeah, now. A legit they, uh, Naismith Award yeah, candidate. Yeah, know, and know, we're still just making stuff we've got, up. We've got that. And uh, another player who I've seen national guys argue, say arguably is the best on-ball defender in college basketball. And Jemai Meshack. Yep, yep. got Zakai Ziegler. His team is loaded. So maybe the best defender, the best scorer – we are the best defensive team in college basketball, and I think we've moved up to. Are we ninth now in scoring? Did I say that we were one and nine in defensive and offensive efficiency? I know defensive efficiency went back up. Yeah. We were like borderline flirting with the top twenty according to nineteenth and uh, adjusted offensive efficiency. So we finally 19th. did crack it. Okay. Yeah, nineteenth and, and second in defense. South Carolina fined a hundred grand today for storming the court after their win against Kentucky last night. Kind of weird. Early season. It's South Carolina. They're they not. Don't know how, not they don't know how to have success. It's a, it's a strange poverty. Have program. you guys watched the uh, other angle on the Caitlin Clark uh, video? Oh, uh, we haven't talked about did this. She not I've get? Did, was she not listed on the uh, Academy Award nominee yet? That came out. Hey, hey look. Hey, word on the street is. Parker Ball, Jackson Lampley, <laughs> Dane Davis have all lauded her uh, her performance. I'm glad we all agree. That should be a, yeah. an ESPYs category or so. Like the best, best flop, flop of the yeah, year. In any sport. If they didn't have those three guys be the guest presenters of that award, maybe with Heupel. Yeah, the first angle I saw that video, I was like, okay, this is not unheard at all. But then the other angle, like the top angle where she's running toward the locker room and yeah, that's a flop. Somebody needs to take one of, whatever the best flop was last year, probably Parker Bowl on that ball oh, game, yeah. And, yeah. and put – can we get some musical accompaniment, the Titanic thing or something? I'll or see if we can work on something. I went back and watched violin that. music playing. I went back and watched that one, and, and you're right. The, the, the absolute peak of it is when he sits up he really just fast. just jerks up suddenly. Like, like, oh! it, it feels like somebody just like, like – shoved a hot poker in him somewhere <laughs> just in agony oh man uh, he, those guys are back i mean it was stiff competition for the designated flopper the stop drop and roll man on special teams this year that's be a key spring storyline oh i mean there you not name them among the greats you know sir alec guinness 
Harrison Ford, Lawrence Olivier, Lawrence Daniel Olivier, Day Lewis, Jim Carrey, Jackson Lampley, Dane Davis, Carrot Top, Sidney Poitier, Parker Ball, Polly Shore. See where Polly Shore is playing Russell Simmons? Not Russell uh, Simmons. Upcoming biopic. That's not. You're thinking of the Russell Simmons is the uh, uh, music producer. Russell, who, who's the fitness, fitness guy? guy? Yeah, Je- not Jeffrey Simmons. He's a Titan. Richard Simmons. Richard, Richard Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. Russell Simmons. Death that could be good. It'd be kind of weird if Polly Shore were going to be playing <laughs> Russell Simmons. I think he'd get canceled. I met, Ru- I met Russell Simmons one time. Really? Did yeah. you? Yeah. Is he For big real. or small? Little guy. Little guy. That's yeah. Def Jam. Def Jam. All right, boys. Uh, thank you, Tucker, for all your hard work behind the scenes. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Houston Cress. You're welcome. Old Houston Cressley. Cresticles. Overtime Bill and the boys are here. Take you through the 8 p.m. hour on Fan Run Radio. Looking forward to rejoining you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Until then, have a great evening. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Is your home?